Previously on Critically Stupid. Fluxon tried to frame us for the murder of that guy. He's no longer my best friend, possibly the bottom five. We escaped the mansion through the window we flew. My friends and I went home, but there was no floon. The manor's being run by children with skates. More like trolls called miners. Sorry, another pump for you to hate. Tess found a room. She is our new friend. Having a cow roommate was something couldn't comprehend. There's also a lobster. Yeah, we've been through a lot. I also found a lock spell and some magic notes I almost forgot. I really need a nap. Just have to remember to draw that map. So we can get that stone back. the choice i wouldn't be a fucking person either what would you be dead i was going to say that and then i was like no self too dark too dark don't worry that i got you yeah thank you i appreciate (laughs) it welcome everybody to critically stupid where we love suicidal ideation no i can't say that Uh, (laughs) we we love it though (laughs) we love public meltdowns on twitter What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to soon-to-be world-famous Dungeons & Dragons Real Play Podcast, Critically Stupid. I'm fucking stuck. I'm s- struggling today. Sorry, guys. Everyone is hey, everybody. Welcome out. back to Critically <laughs> Stupid, soon-to-be world-famous podcast. My name is Alex the DM. Uh, fuck. My name is Alex the DM, and as the DM, my favorite part of last episode was the uh, Dustin Ego on roller skates because goddamn if that wasn't an innovative idea and honestly with a little bit more hand-eye coordination we really have something there. Garion, you go next. Hi, I'm Garion. Um I'm what are you? <laughs> what are you? What are you? Well, I'm a rogue. You're a rogue. Hi, I'm Garion. I'm a rogue. Um my favorite 
part of last episode, it was when I tried to throw a business card and it just like throwing a tissue into the wind, it kind of just like fluttered and fell down. Uh, Tess, Jess, you know, go next. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name's Tess. I play Jess. Shit. My name's Jess. I play Tess. Uh, I am a cow. Uh, and my favorite part of last episode was when a uh, a lobster offered to help me find the murderers who killed my family, which normally I don't go for because I'm allergic to shellfish and a vegan. Uh, but this guy, had a, he had a good vibe about it. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> your, your class is cow. My class is cow. Also oh druid sometimes, but mostly just cow. Uh, Anthony, you go next. Oh, that one's supposed to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Come on, Listener, we did not. Like, we did on, not Anthony, let's go. Practice this Improv. <laughs> listen, I don't even have anything. I'm like, listen, everybody. I'm all right. Hi, my name is Anthony, and I am a is Bard the class. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at this, obviously. Oh, you nailed it. Um, and my favorite part of last episode was, um, I don't, listen, this is Diana and she doesn't remember <laughs> shit. So I don't know why you think I'd remember something for somebody else. <laughs> the fact I remembered he was a bard is, is really all you're going to get out of me. That was yeah. good. My- my thing was something Alex just said like five minutes ago. It's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, but I don't pay attention to Alex. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's I mean, honestly, about. same. Yeah. That's good enough. Our listeners are going to be so confused now. <laughs> yeah, yes! for sure. Can we start over? <laughs> no, no, okay. we cannot. That's cowardly. <laughs> <laughs> cowardly. That's offensive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm Diana. I play Mel, a ranger. And my favorite part of last episode was when no one fucking listened to me again. Just no one, not one time my whole life. (laughs) Even if it didn't happen last episode, it's a pretty good bet. It's an ongoing issue. Can you guys hear my mom screaming at whatever sporting event is going on downstairs? Yes. No. Okay, sweet. But now I kind of wish I could. (laughs) Diana's just choosing chaos over here. Honestly, if there's a lull in the conversation, you might. She's vocal. What is she? Did you come on the podcast? You know what? She could hypothetically. Has she watched any episodes? She has. She does think Diana is very. I was about to say, does she also think I'm hot? You said also. It was. uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) I forgot that Alex's mom also thinks that Diana's hot. I I mean, I guess Diana's target demographic is moms. Yeah, moms. Everyone I'm not mad at that. Everyone. I'm you trying gotta have to have a target demographic. I'm trying to fill that mom void in my life. Oof. I don't know how cool. to respond to that. Yeah, I don't have a joke. <laughs> oh, I that. was gonna make a joke about filling moms. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh let's uh let's let's dive into it. Let's get let's get going. Um, I would love to open really quick on uh Troll Skull Tavern late at night, I think after after closing. Um I think it's been a busy evening shift. Um, Tess, you are uh, doing something in Troll Skull late at night. What are you doing after a busy night's service? If you were if you were working or helping or investigating or doing whatever you do in the space, um, I think she would want to be a host. I think she would mm. want to be a hostess. You have a hostess? We do now. Uh, no, we don't. 
would you would be? Like that. I think she would enjoy seating people. Um, be a cow hostess or a, or a person hostess? Either or. What a fool. There, am I allowed to be a cow him? hostess? I think I think the owners of the tavern might try I mean, to make me be like, one thing. We're the owners. But yeah, it's us. Run it, you could run it by Garrett. I mean, it, it's kind of his baby, so I, I guess it'd be up to him. I feel. No yeah. I mean, I might. He's the voice you, of reason he, here. He's not I don't the think voice of reason. Said. He's just very passionate about the business. Awesome. I think. I think now that uh, uh, Cerulean, the only other person who kind of gave a shit about our like running business, is gone. It's just like all on Garrett's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, he's gone gray overnight. <laughs> <laughs> He already has white hair, but it's gray now. Yeah, his his goatee is completely white. <laughs> Looks like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, uh, so brother. Tess, you are you are a hostess uh, with mm-hmm. the mostest, um, and I think you are uh, helping to put the dining room away for the evening. Maybe you're flipping chairs and sweeping, doing that classic <clears throat> thing. Um, and Floon and Gareth are behind the bar. Gareth, I think you are doing the standard clothes, making sure everything's tidy and, and good to go um and floon is doing a very ineffective job of wiping down the bar he's got a filthy uh like bar towel in one hand and is sort of like wiping with it and then there's like a somehow dirtier towel behind it that is also wiping <laughs> and it's just it's somehow stickier after he's done than it was when he started nice all right <laughs> tess floon uh is wiping down the bar and sort of like casually asks you. So like cat. Oh yeah, that's Nimbus. Hi Nimbus. I love you. He can't. Can you, he, he did hear can you. Can you pick Jess. him up? Gary, he can't fucking hear you. Give him Why your headphones. You, Take off you your headphones up? and give them to the. Cat. <laughs> if yeah, I touch, if I touch this cat's belly, he will claw both of my eyes out. Oh, Gus likes belly rubs. Oh, but then Gary won't like you anymore once you're blind. <laughs> Damn. I feel like it's a, I, out of everyone here, I'm by far the closest to actually being blind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is a, yeah, okay. This is the Moon yeah. is wiping down the bar and he casually asks you, so like, bro, like where did Cerulean go, girl? Um, Don't call me bro. Um, hi, Sorry, nice like, you. person, cow. What I'm, do, do you I'm, have like a preferred nomenclature that you like dig? Yeah, yeah, it's called she, her. Um, those are my my pronouns. Um, nice to meet you, by the way. <laughs> my name's Tess. Whatever um, you say, she, her. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he just apologizes for fucking up your pronouns because, like, that shit ain't funny. <laughs> I, um, I love the fact that when I, I assume Floon was asking for like a nickname similar to bro. Bro or like right? guy or, or, you know, friend. Tess decided she didn't like him. Um, hey, fair, like, legit. She doesn't trust him at all. None of us really like him. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think, think Tess, I, I think Tess is, oh, I, no. Tess thinks he's lying about Oh, dad, fuck yeah, he's lying it's a about that. thing to lie about. So Tess is real sus. Um, but anyway, oh. um, Oh yeah, so Cerulean had had something she had to do, and um, it it was her priority, and we fully support her in that. And it's not really my place to talk about her business, but it was a family matter, and she had to go. So, so she's like here, like in town still. No, she is not on this plane of existence. 
So, like, wait. Where did she go? We uh, mean like like a plane of existence, like a like a like a fantasy airplane. Um, do, would you say that you want me to be more Pacific, or I, I mean, if you could be Atlantic, because I'm fully lost in this ocean. Um, she's 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 just she's underwater. Um, in my world, your world, my world. She, her, are you from a different plane? Yeah, no, I'm not from here. Did you not know that? Oh, that's so radical. What plane are you from? I don't I'm know any the- of them. So like, whatever you say, it's going to be cool as shit. Um, I'm from the Fey world. Um, can I ask you if you need help wiping the bar? No, bro, I got it. it bro, Gareth really- taught me the two, the two towel maneuver. And actually, okay. Tess, I think he, I... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 Gareth, go uh, typically, it's done with two clean towels, but you're halfway there. He's just joking. He loves the way I do it. Look at this. And he like puts a hand down and like when it comes up, there's like strings from the bar. He's like, <laughs> perfectly clean, bro. I think I think Tess is just done. And then I think she just turns around and she just keeps doing what she's doing because she's not. Right. In, she's, yeah, she's not in the mood. It was a, it was a busy dinner rush. She's she's not in the mood. Not in the mood. Not in the mood. <clears throat> Let's go, Diana. Uh, okay. Um, I think the door to uh, Troll Skull opens, and uh, immediately we're closed. Is what I assume would it, would you you would hear from uh, Mel's crow's nest perched up on one wall. Um, there is a rope and pulley system that has been rigged so that uh, food and bevies can be sort of trundled up to to and Mel Josh and her. Pat. And Josh Pat, there's there's a little basket specifically Josh Pat size that I imagine adorable. I imagine he will outgrow very soon. We will be changing we'll the basket to one. continue to accommodate him. Okay, all right. Um, so you hear a, a surly "We're closed" float down from the ceiling, um, and this uh, bearded and cloaked dwarf mutters in a deep set rumble. I think you're going to want to take this one. Disagree. Uh, he removes his hood and Gareth, you recognize uh, the face of the dwarf that pulled you to the side in the Temple of Gond all of those episodes ago. Uh, the one that gave you the scroll of uh, Speak with the Dead. I remember. Do I feel you... like his voice was a little more gravelly though, Bestie. Yeah, well, here's the thing: is my mic. His voice was so gravelly, my mic didn't pick it up. I sound, I sound like I was half dead in that episode. You know, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Diana could not remember what class <laughs> people were, but she can remember the voice of one NPC that was used one time last season because she gets to roast me for it. So like, she's got <laughs> it. She's got it in a pocket. Absolutely true. Um. He folds his his burly forearms, and Gareth, you actually see that he has um, sort of elaborate tattoos up and down his up and down his arms that he didn't have last time you spoke. Um, and he looks at you uh, sort of as as a group. I imagine you're all uh, there, Arnold. What would you be doing in in this sort of scenario with everybody? Um, you're saying we just closed down. I'm probably yeah. just like retuning my instruments and preparing okay. them the next day. Just hanging out. Okay. So just kicking it on. You, I assume you've got like a little stage sort of set up with like a couple of like bonus instruments for like guest musicians and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and you know just myself, all the instruments I need. Right. 
one man band. So he uh, looks at all of you and says, um, I'm here on a, uh, I'm here on a, a, a call. I'm supposed to fucking, this voice sounds so ridiculous. Not the worst one you've done. I'm I'm vengeance. What is the worst voice I've ever done? That's the real question. Uh, Don't don't answer that. What's pretty good. (laughs) That was my favorite, actually. Oh yeah, the squeaky door hinge. My real favorite part of last week that I would have said using my voice instead of Garyan's voice was when I, the look on Diana's face when she realized she could get me to do that. Because I came in too hot at the beginning of the episode and she was like, this is now, it is now time to pay this piper. Anyway. Um, Worth it. <clears throat> Terrell O'Larson says, I'm here on a house call. I've got an invitation. Uh, and he reaches into his uh, his cloak and pulls out four uh, folded pieces of parchment um, that look quite fancy, even from a from a curious uh, casual glance. Um, there's some gold filigree along the border, and they're all sealed with a dollop of uh, red and gold uh, wax. Do I? Jared just like peels the gold off of them, <laughs> <laughs> like scrapes it. <laughs> Gareth. Do I recognize his tattoos as having any particular meaning? Are they magic? Do they signify something? Mm. Give me uh, an investigation check. And it's going to be with disadvantage if you're doing it from behind the bar. Or you can step into the scene and I'll let you do it normal. Um, I mean, can I do it when he... I assume he's handing me the invitation. He's sort of standing in fr- and just in on the inside of the door. He hasn't approached the bar or any sort of one person. He looks actually a little bit hesitant to sort of like fully step into the room. In that case, rather than stepping out from behind the bar, can I extend my arm as like I'm waiting to receive the invitation so he walks closer to me? Absolutely. He holds them out. Wait. Uh, so I is it just standing standing exactly where he is? Would you be able to see his arm better with it? Ow. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good gambit. All right, fair enough. Roll that roll that insight, Garrett. Don't take disadvantage. Roll it normal. Thank investigation. I have a zero in investigation. <laughs> that is a ooh, a 13. That's not as bad as it could have been. Not as bad as it could have been. Um, they don't look immediately arcane. There's no uh obvious glyphs or sort of like glowing situation. Um, they range from uh ornate and uh, extensive to sort of like stubby and squat. You get the feeling that this is sort of like a patchwork job of like a lifetime's worth of tattoos. The thing you do notice sort of like overall, uh, Gareth, is that these tattoos, no trace of them were on his arms when uh, he spoke to you in the Temple of God some days ago. I don't suppose I'm able to tell if they're still like healing like flaking or not from where you're standing that you'd have to, you'd have to be within handshaking distance to, to figure that one out. Fair enough. Are they still wrapped and like, you know how they put the plastic? No, no, no. The the fantasy (laughs) third skin skin has been, yeah, pulled, pulled right off. So probably didn't get them in the last 24 hours. This this guy seems like the kind of guy to go into water and direct sunlight with new tattoos. Ugh. (laughs) ugh, Sunscreen. The fantasy sunscreen. It's an open wound. 
<laughs> so okay um i imagine i see him with these invitations in his hand Absolutely. but he hasn't he, he's yet to say what they are right he just said there's some sort of correct he, okay um so like when i see them i imagine arnold would send him be like a second battle of Bar the bards let's do this we won the first one so easily <laughs> like so i like so he like gets up and gets closer to this guy arnold he turns to you and extends them and um he uh drops them in your hand almost as soon as you walk over like he's he's grateful to let them go um i've been cursed and yes. uh <laughs> uh and he he looks at you and his eyes dig into yours just a little bit and there's a there's a there's a hint of iron in his expression and he says just for the record i don't think you're a harper material uh, and what unless you material? need something from him, Harper so, material. So I immediately am just like, yeah, I, I've never played the harp, but I'm real good with every other string instrument. And I don't really appreciate this insult from my new best friend. How dare you do this? I think it just I would know. be, okay, so there's three invitations, yeah? Four. Four. Oh, okay, okay. Because how does he, I, I think she would be like, how do you know I'm here? Or does he have one for Cerulean? Yeah, I mean, there were four of us before. Uh, are there... Are you gonna are you gonna step up and look at these envelopes or are you asking Arnold who is currently in possession of them? I think I think she uh, yeah, yeah, I am asking Arnold. So yeah, hey, is there is there one for me or is so, it is it for Cerulean? How so we... as, since they're in my hand, I'd like to take a look at them and can I can I get a glance at him and see if there's anything odd about him? Like do, do I notice or detect any kind of magic going on? Is there any kind uh, of like, disguise? Give, give me an arcana check, please. Got it. Do you have a detect magic spell, Anthony? No, I wish I did. Yeah. What's an arcana thing? It's sort of like a like a general spell checking um, skill. I got 14. Like autocorrect? <laughs> yeah. Oh, spell like check. Autocorrect. I got it. Took That's me a second. Good. That's pretty good. <laughs> She's got we got to get warmed up. It's fine. So um, <laughs> I know, dude. It's it's been a long week. Um there you're just not started. getting you're not getting a you're not getting a hint of arcana off this guy. Okay. He's okay. he's sort of just like bare bones. Okay. Then really what I wanted was just to look at the the things. Okay. Like, do they do they say our names on them? That's really what I want. They do have your names on them. They say Arnold Stevenson. They say uh Gareth, Mel, and Tess. They even say Tess. Okay. Um so you I know so, I'm here. Yeah, so I look at I look at Tess, I'm like, there's one for all of us, you know, and I, I kind of yeah. go to hand yeah. it. Yeah, and Tess Tess takes it in, in her mouth. Um, what does it taste like, uh, dear DM? It tastes like expensive brandy and mm. cigar smoke i think i think tess starts to nibble on it a bit but then she she turns to this guy <laughs> i already forget his name and it's like how did you know i was here um he looks at you um and sort of like thumbs his nose a little bit and says uh you do cocaine i do so much cocaine it's crazy yeah, he, he thumbs his nose a, a little bit <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. Oh my God. The Harpers, the Harpers know everything that goes on in this town. Our fingers are on the pulse of this city's heart. And I know that it's weird that we're touching the heart, but listen, 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 listen to me. We know everything that goes on. We know you are not really a cow. 
Was it the talking Wait, that gave what? it away or <laughs> no, what? Can, can I get mad? You? Yeah, I was going to say, I get mad on behalf of my new best friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, uh, clearly is a cow, like equally yeah. as much as anything else. What are you talking about? How dare just... you tell me I'm not a cow? You don't just you're say only, that to a person. You're, no only, wrong you're, only a, you're only a part-time cow. But you're lying to yourself. Not a cow. You're lying to me. Oh, so if I stab you right now and then don't stab other people, I'm not a murderer. <laughs> like, I'm, it's just okay. I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah. So if I killed you and I turned back into a person, I am not. I am a murderer. Yeah, he's super, super backs up. <laughs> Done. Yeah. He's you like, do not, yeah, question the cow on her couch. The, vibe, the vibes in here is super weird. <laughs> can 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 Gary kind of take over this Arnold. situation a little bit? Step yeah, in, Arnold Arnold into the, and Tef hop into the bit, Gareth. The two, two ding dongs are running hot. Mel, Gareth, real quick, real quick, uh, Arnold, if you can put Mel's invitation in the little basket because she she ain't coming down for this. <laughs> what do you have, like a bell? Yeah, just, I've been. I'm just gonna holler down. Like, put mine in the basket. Look at, I like can, that. Since we're still like in front of this guy and he hasn't yet left, can I just be like? we've we've been here for a while i i i'm sorry i know we seem to be getting off on the wrong hoof you know um however uh we i i don't know the harpers unfortunately can you can, like tell us a little bit about your people you know and tess also just looks at him and says very slowly we are closed <laughs> so i obviously recognize this person because he gave me the crumpled up note earlier right Correct. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna address him. Well, I, we don't know his name, right? He never introduced himself. No, you do. It's Terrell O'Larson. Terrell. We're, um. All right. So I'm gonna address him. All right. Listen, Terrell. You may be a harper who has your finger on the pulse of the city. Uh. But why? First of all, you gave us the commune with the dead spell earlier, which now that I know you have again your finger on the pulse of the community was not a coincidence. What's uh? What's your game? I don't think you're helping us for fun. I'm just here to do a job. Boss says, give you a scroll. I give you a scroll. Boss says, give you some envelopes. I give you some envelopes. Hmm, who is your boss? Open the envelopes and meet him for yourself. All right. Um... Yeah, I'm going to be honest. We we probably will do that because I mean, there are fancy envelopes. How will we not? However, <laughs> you're you're weird and suspicious, man. You know, like did you wait deliberately? We closed three minutes ago. You had to have waited for that. It's a long walk from actually from headquarters. Listen, 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 listen. This voice makes me sound really suspicious. I can't do much about it. I was born this way. The fantasy surgery is really expensive. So like, I understand that I sound this, I sound no suspicious. Fantasy. No fantasy health care here. It's no, like that's fantasy just, America. That's just what we call regular health care. Yeah, I was going to say that's, fantasy that's actually, healthcare. That's not actually my joke. Gary and told that joke like four episodes ago. I was so going like, to say, it's also fantasy health care <clears throat> here in this country. So I'll, yeah, for sure. I'll marry you. Oh, that's uh, really sweet, but I'm not into bestiality. Wow! What? Oh, what? So now that you now you're mad that he thinks you are a cow? Make so up your now mind. now I am a cow. <laughs> uh, you're he... the one finger, fingering the community in their yeah. hearts. What was it? 
No, it's that. That's what he said. Yeah. Gareth, Gareth is gonna um make a come. Well, what's up with the fresh ink you got there? That wasn't there last time we met, which was how long ago? Approximately. Uh, probably like a few days. So you met him in the Temple of Gond, which after you you went uh, Temple of Gond to the morgue. You had the morgue couple of episodes, and then you went to the Battle of the Bards. So sort of like, yeah, you know, okay, so like less than a week. Yeah, for sure. Like within recent memory. You, uh, um, and you seem have, to have gotten two full sleeves in the span of few days. Uh, you okay? Actually, Gareth, you see one corner of his of his lips turn up in a little smile and he says, ah, a little trick of the trade, my friend. He reaches into a pocket uh, and pulls out like uh, like a little like smear of something on his fingers and he wipes it across his palms. And Gareth, you see the ink completely disappear on one arm and it looks like he's just got regular skin. It's called concealer. So he needs also um what, what given that he's been using those hands tattoos? to finger hearts, like please don't yeah. touch the bar. What is he smearing anything? on him? I don't like the idea. Maybe of he's got hand sanitizer in the other pocket. Do I do it? Are there any uh gangs, guilds, or organizations that have tattoos like that you need to because like what other reason would you have to fake having tattoos? Gary, give me a Gareth, give me a history check, please. Doing it. Damn, man. I am all of my like smart people checks are fucking awful. Because believe it or not, Gareth is kind of a moron. Oh shit, I rolled a natural oh, 19. Uh, Never mind. Hey! Okay. Um You don't recall a specific organization that has sort of like on again, off again tattoos. Um, but with a history of with a history roll that high, um, I think you remember there was like one lesson in your in your brief stint in school when you went um, that you remember because it was cool. Um, and it was about secret societies uh, and how uh, a lot of them dabble in uh sort of everyday disguise. And so they take great pains to shift their appearance uh, to to sort of like move through certain circles. Can they turn into cows? Maybe they can. I don't know. Wait, you went to school like once and it happened to be on that day? It was a good roll. What do you want from me? <laughs> Wait, you went to school only once? That's what he just said. Like, like. Oh wait, so, yeah. Does like, Tess know my backstory? Like, I don't know like, anything. That's how it works. T Tess, for context, uh, my character grew up in a wizard village, but didn't want to go to w wizard or regular school, so he just kind of left, and that's we why he can't read. Because <laughs> you actually have good parents or something. Okay. The the vi oh, wizard cool. village is much more like a commune. There aren't individual parents. Wait, if you went once and you found it kind of cool and then you didn't go back, I'm just saying, Bestie, there's a hole in this. No, there's a hole in my backstory and world building. Shut oh, maybe stop fingering hearts and making holes. And Oh, well, uh, Alex, here's a good thumbnail for you. <laughs> I love that, actually. You Thank you. That's great. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah you have a thumbnail faces. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Gareth, that's what you sort of like pull pull out of your out of your uh, history accords. Yeah, that's where Gareth pulls them. Um, alrighty. Uh, well, I super don't trust this guy, but I also don't really have any questions for him. So, okay, uh, he he turns to leave. 
Gareth uh, knocked Floon on the head. Lock the door when we close. Oh shit, bro, that's my bad. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, and he 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 hustles over the door and closes it and uh, locks it behind the dwarf, uh, slinging the key on a on a finger like it's a little like dangly. Yeah, you get it, Arnold. What's your up? envelopes? Yes. Um, so them? well. So first of all, I, I just them. like I immediately start opening the one that says my name while I'm just like casually handing them out to people, just like I'm okay. in the basket. <clears throat> yes, I toss one in the basket, like you know. And it lands perfectly. I'm making them rain. Unlike the calling card. Yeah, I'm not going to make him. I'm not going to make him roll for it. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah. All right. Uh, you all open. Do you all? all right, do you all open your envelopes? First of all, uh, yeah. Gareth is Gareth is going to want to like check his for anything. You know, like hold it up against the light. I can't really okay. check for magic because I'm inept. But I'm opening I'm mine while also considering taking a bite because I saw Tess do it, and I'm like. Yeah. Is it good though? You yeah. know, but I no, don't. Just that's just looking at everyone. She's like, "Oh no, no, no poison or anything." So, no, <laughs> don't worry, guys. It. Still alive. So <laughs> it doesn't taste like poison. So, um, okay, you open these envelopes to find very ornate, heavy cardstock with your names uh, scrolled onto them, inviting you to the Waterdeep Opera. Uh, the uh, tickets are for a private box uh, in uh, the the opera house uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Is there does a mine, Does mine come with a plus one for Josh Pat? Because I'm not going without him. I will stay in my crow's nest. It does not. But I, I mean, it's a private box, so I. Assume it's a private box, bring, so like yeah. that's that's where the big money gets thrown around. You could probably swing. A, you could probably swing Josh Pat. Does it say what show we're going to see? It does, yes. Thank you so much for asking. You are going to go see Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> the only one I know. Fantasy Phantom Fantasy of the Opera. Fantasy Phantom of the Opera. Someone's going to need to read Gareth's. That is an excellent point, actually. No, you are uh, you are going to see uh, The Prince and His Mistress, a very famous uh I don't want to see that. Piece. Well, that's what the tickets are for. I was, so, I was making a joke that that was not a play name and we were actually just going to go watch The Prince and His Mistress. I did not get that. So yeah, thank no, you it's really good when I have me. to explain jokes. I love it. <laughs> Make them funnier. <laughs> Can I ask, uh, would Arnold be familiar at all with this like opera? Is it a thing that I would know about? Being by by repute, I, I think, yeah, you've definitely heard the name before. It's one of the more traveled uh, pieces. You've definitely seen like flyers for it in this town or the other as you as you've roamed up and down the Sword Coast. Um, it's it's definitely one of the more like storied shows in the land. Okay, so um, I I would kind of be like. G Gareth, it's the prince and the mistress. You know that show that we were supposed to see like a long time ago, but you know we didn't get to go see because we were you know looking for Floon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I do remember you really wanting to go see that play. Uh, however, we wanted together. Do you remember? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. The both of us really wanted you to go to the play. You're right. So, the only issue I have with this is I'm always down for a night of theater. Um, but I personally, if I were going to carry out a hit on somebody, I would get them in a seat where exactly when and where I know they will be and when they are distracted by some sort of entertainment. Does Waterdeep have like a history of a fantasy, I don't know, like president being killed in a theater box? 
Um, there's no sort of like direct Abe Lincoln connection, but there is a a very obvious history of like murder, blackmail, and general skullduggery in this town. Yeah, and Gareth, as your common criminal, would probably be like wary of this. For sure, yeah. That's that's just my vote. Personally, oh, let me do this in my character voice, actually. Um, let's see. Uh, personally, my top priority is uh, going after Eugene and his merry men because they kind of really screwed us over in there, uh, and I'm not super cool with that. Who is that? It's, <clears throat> it's Erstel Floxen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember? Never mind. <laughs> the so, irritation uh, on Garion's face I'm when sorry. you forced him to say his actual name. <laughs> So in going after Ursula, we'd have to follow the map and find the nim- nimble right in the stone. And that's all that, yeah, right? that's okay. sort of that storyline. Okay. But so, I will say, like above table, like there are timelines working uh, sort of across the board. But like these lead these stories will stay if you want to okay. pursue another one. They're not going to expire. Like go away. Okay, they're they're like quests and games. You can just go to the NPC and reactivate them. <laughs> Um, I I would love to keep going with the nimble right stuff before I forget all about it. That was, <laughs> was that's legit. But yeah, I mean, it, and it is really interesting. I love that we have this, you know, magic <clears throat> map in our head. Well, not magic. You know, we have this map of this situation. This stone is. I, I like the idea I, that it's like this organic stone that we don't know anything about yet. And kind of. I, yeah, actually, shouldn't shouldn't Arnold like draw? Because we saw it, but we haven't like written it down. Yes, I literally said that I'll in my intro. <laughs> in my, I, I said that, it. Yeah, in my recap, I was just like, I need to draw this. That's what I'm doing. I'm making that. Oh, okay. This is canon. So, yeah, I think Arnold has like sort of um, like a beautiful mind esque. Like, there's like a, a specific area of detail where like he focused on like the X marks the spot. But then I think as it sort of grows away from that, it gets a little bit less detailed because he was focused on one corner of the map. So you've got almost the inverse of the map that was stolen or the piece that you ate test. Whereas like Arnold knows exactly where like the X marks the spot is. But as far as like where that is in the city, all you've kind of got is like the general sort of like dock ward in the southwest part of the town. He knows it's in the second shelf on the on the third story. He does not know which building. Yeah. <laughs> or what it is. <laughs> That's what I've gotten a good look as well, though. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so so Arnold and Gareth want to go after the stone and the nimble right. What are what are Tess and Mel feeling? I'm Mel would uh would agree with that you know I I think that she'd still be kind of reeling from Cerulean being gone and and even though that's doesn't appear to be directly related it all happened around the same time and and um also the the concerns about the the opera from from the rogue being valid and and you know just losing one person Mel's kind of got like this fear of like abandonment or whatever so she doesn't want to risk losing anybody else so let's not put ourselves make ourselves sitting ducks for for some reason but also the thing that we heard it say like return me to my home and but we know that nimble rights don't really talk so that was probably the 
rock for all intents and purposes doing the uh talking which lends credence to the theory from the now dearly departed whatever the fuck his name was who who believed that it was organ look i remembered part of it you're Just very remember yeah, the so name. Right no now. you're doing i'm yeah, so you're impressed doing right great. now um, so so yeah i would i would want to do that too okay tess I think Tess would consult Greg, actually. I think Tess would like show him the invite and be like, what do you think? What about this? Do you think? And then be and ask him um, probably about probably about the map because um, he was there. So wondering what, what you think we should do. Yeah. Uh, Greg is uh, sitting. In a puddle. No, I, I can't do that. I was going to say he's sitting on the bar, but I do think Gareth would have a problem with a live crustacean sitting on the bar. He so he tucked him underneath the bar. Okay, like, here it like, is. Like, here it like. is. He's like on ice. Yeah, so, actually, uh, I, I think uh, Gareth would have like a tank of sorts. Okay, so you you see uh you there's see a price Greg on him. sort of <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. He can't see it, but there's a <laughs> it's like a sticker that he assumes is its name, but it just says like $29.99. The <laughs> the price uh, is in American USD. <laughs> it's US it's real world US dollars. Uh Tess, you see you see Greg swim up from his uh iced down tank behind the bar. Um, and it's a really, it's a pretty sweet situation. You guys have made a fair amount of coin, uh, in the, 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 even like just a couple of weeks that, uh, Trollsco Manor has been open. So, um, tank's pretty good looking. It's fresh ice water in there. And Greg swims up to the surface and sort of like rests his claws on the top of the glass. And he says, um, you know, I haven't had really much time to focus up on any of the leads. So this would give, this would give me a time to hit the streets. Maybe I can sniff out something about these ding dang harpers. Uh, you have you how? heard of the harpers before? Well, I've heard of harps, so like maybe they're connected. How how are you going to hit the streets? No offense. This is the spinoff we need. <laughs> I want Greg just like throwing people in an alley. Garrett, he he reaches. He swims down to the bottom corner of his tank and reaches behind a rock and pulls out a double-brimmed hat and sets it gently between his eye stalks and Holy says, shit. Don't worry about it, Buster. The jizz is on the scene. Ew. That's the Junior Shellfish Detective Agency. I'm oh, not oh, being yeah, a yeah, naughty yeah. Sorry, boy. sorry. You're right. So he's, he's down to go do what everyone else wants to do, yeah? Okay. For sure, I'll go with you if you want, or I can also go scope out this opera house and see if it's a if it's a an ambush situation. That's a great idea. Hey, well, give fucking... me one of those invites. I'll pretend to be one of you guys. I give How them fucking one of my funny mustaches. would it be? Could you could you imagine laying an elaborate trap for somebody, and when you That's go funny. to spring the trap, it's just a fucking lobster? I oh, want to do that. That's Garrett, a great he... idea, Greg. Uh, I'm sorry. That's a great idea. Arnold lobster with twenty nine ninety nine on its back. <laughs> The he takes the mustache. Which one do you hand him? If if you will recall, you've got. Oh seven. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I know. Um, I mean, I have the like big Nietzsche one. I have like the swirly. I'm, I'm gonna give him the classic swirly one. Nice. I'm gonna give him like the. Yeah. All right. So Greg's Greg slaps this Pablo Picasso twirly ass <laughs> mustache on his face, and he goes, "See, you'll never know it's me." Oh, who is that? Where'd Greg go? I say, "Hi, it's nice to meet you. My name's Arnold. Um, I love making new friends." I'm oh not... gosh darn it it's me arnold don't be fooled <laughs> oh, I got everybody all up in a hubbub about it don't worry 
oh man this guy's this gonna, gonna be get great. killed so fast oh, holy no, shit no, no. okay oh, no. so um test you can take greg with you or you can send greg to go scope out the opera house in advance of uh y'all's tickets which, which would you prefer I think I would ask the rest of the team. What do, what do you guys think? What does everyone think? Should we should we bring him? Do we need him with us? Maybe he'll have information. Or do we send him off to the opera house to maybe get killed? Personally, Hi. when you put it that way, I vote the opera house. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we ask him? Okay, can we ask him legitimately how he feels about like protecting himself? Like, does he feel safe going to a place that's potentially dangerous? Can I just ask him that? I am Absolutely. secretly hoping that Greg is like a martial arts <laughs> yes, expert, <laughs> and like when yes. like like we we don't suspect it at all because he's been keeping up this really like innocent like I'm not a naughty boy thing. But then when the chips are down, he just suddenly like turns and <laughs> I mean, and, he, and he's like fucking know, Bruce Lee like like he we, really, he, we like go to the opera house. And just, we go to the opera house. And Everyone's alone dead except booth. Greg, <laughs> surrounded by over dads. their bodies. <laughs> With the hat and the twenty nine I mean, ninety nine sticker oh. and like he's on stage now, like, he's, mine, so yeah. <laughs> he's also the opera star. <laughs> yeah, and and the mustache still going on. Like that would just be oh. that's uh, everything Arnold, I need in this life. Arnold, I think he looks at you, and this is actually deeply unsettling for you, Arnold Stevenson. <laughs> this lobster winks at you and wow. says, just... "Don't worry about it, Bucko." So I'm like, yeah, 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 I winked. Do the wink again. <laughs> I bing. There it is. Bing. So, so I'm like, yes, I, I I also vote Opera House. I think we're okay, guys. <laughs> I think he'll be okay. Okay. Uh so Greg is going to the Opera House. You guys are going down to the Dock Wards to look for um, this Nimble right Now, I will uh, remind you that you have in your possession a Nimble right detector that uh, Nim and Charlie gave you from the House of Inspired Hands at the Temple of God. Uh, it looks like a sort of like double sword hilt with an ice cream scooper uh, clicky handle. When you click the handle, a little uh, cocktail umbrella comes out and sort of like spins around. Um, and uh, when you were there, Nim explained to you that this is a Nimble right detector. So, smash cut, smash cut. Um, the water deep docks. This is now your uh, second time treading these cobblestoned, crooked alleys. Uh, it is a this is test. This is your first time treading these uh, alleys. Nice. I, des I described them, and then I forgot how I described them. Are you still cow test? Ploppy. I, yeah, yes, I'm in cow is. mode still. Oh. I, I think unless you guys like tell me not to be in cow mode. No, I, I was just curious if you were doing this as mm. a as a cow or as a person. Um, the uh, streets tests here absolutely reek of um, rotten fish, hot, low tide, and trash. What does low tide smell like? <clears throat> Seaweed. Seaweed and oh, salt. It and, like, sucks. Dead fish. And it's it's not real a gross. Low tide smells really bad. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. Rank. Um, <clears throat> who is holding the the nimble right detector? I will. If nobody objects. Okay. So, uh, clicking it sort of like as you move into these uh, is the first streets of the dock where it separates from the trade district to the north. Um, the streets get slightly narrower and the the taverns get rowdier. You start to hear uh, music. There's like fiddles and lutes and drums and people are 
carousing and and drinking and through the windows you see people like getting into fights and scrapping it's generally a rougher and rowdier part of town uh but you click the handle of this nimble right detector and you don't see it sort of like light up the the cocktail uh umbrella at the top just sort of like deadpan spins around um is it like a little satellite dish or I'd like no to idea. think of it as like a little cocktail umbrella that's like inverted so it looks like a satellite dish, but you okay. guys can imagine it however you guys want to. Have Tess uh, and Arnold recreated the map at all yet? I guess I that's up to you. That's up to you guys. That that does seem like something we would do before leaving. <laughs> sure. Maybe we totally. like drew it on the back of a napkin and we're just kind of like walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. Um <laughs> following this map, you're moving towards the water you definitely remember the the x marks the spot being like on one of these piers jutting out from uh from the actual like water line into uh water deep harbor which is uh secured by a tall uh flagstone wall sort of protecting it from the from the outside ocean is where a lot of like the trade ships come in even now this late in the day the sun setting over uh whatever horizon it sets over i'm not deep enough in the lore to know if it's fucking east west north or south um but you see ships moving in and out lit uh, along their rigging by hanging lanterns. So they appear to be almost like ghostly forms moving in and out of this sort of like seawall. I think you get to one of these piers when the details on your map start to run together a little bit and you start to having to actually like do some investigation, do some searching. And it takes... Find my dice here. About forty-five minutes um, for you to step onto one of these piers, a little crooked, uh, a little leaning as it juts out into the water. You're on sort of like the southwestern side of the harbor, um, away from the busy ports, with sort of like the hustle and bustle, and you know, even this late in the day, people loading and unloading all of these ships. You step onto one of these more isolated piers. And you see a group sort of like in front of you um, and a figure knocking on a door uh, to one of uh, like a long sort of like row house that's been built uh, above this uh, this pier with like a set of staircases leading down to the to the dock. Um, Good thing we know cows can do stairs now. That's what I thought. I was worried for a sec. Yeah. Might have been a ladder. Would have been screwed. Um, (laughs) But you hear a voice that is ever so slightly familiar to you say, yes, now this is, we are not the watch. I am just a casual member of the acquaintances here in the city. And I am here to ask you just a few questions. Yes. So if you could open the door, please. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, quick question. Did anything come of eugene framing all of us like are there wanted posters for us anywhere or anything that's a great question gareth yes the general vibe of the city right now um even walking through the streets of the hustle and bustling dock ward pretty subdued um the city watch presence is pushed up in the city there are constables on almost every intersection you see uh wagons with horses and armed sergeants there are harpies overhead flying too low across these streets so that every now and then the sort of like winged silhouette of a of a griffin will sort of like uh, uh cut off the moonlight overhead but uh you are not stopped as you move through any of these uh intersections you only catch a few wary glances from these from these city guardsmen 
I think most important question, no wanted posters or descriptions of us. Not that you see. Okay. Uh, I, I think I will lean over to Tess and be like, listen, do what makes you feel comfortable, but they are probably looking for a group traveling with a cow. I think that's that's fair. I totally didn't even realize I I was in cow form, and I think she just she just switches back into a person. Um, okay. And then like kind of gets confused because she's been a cow for so long, so she's like trying to walk with her arms, and then it's like, oh wait, right, okay. It's a crazy Attack on Titan reference. You don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make unconscious references? I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Gareth, you recognize the now familiar voice of Rainier Never Ember floating down from this isolated shack over the low tide waters of Waterdeep Harbor. He is standing surrounded by four or five shadowy figures. Again, it's it's moving towards uh, the nighttime, so like the light is dying and you can't quite make out the the faces or forms. And and he's like knocking on the door, asking to like talk to somebody. Correct. Damn. I uh. Well, no, Rainier's not a fucking cop. No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Captain Rain. Ah uh, yes, Captain Rain. She speaks with a different accent. No. <laughs> Maybe um, it's the same accent, and I'm not very good at this. Leave me alone. They're real similar. I'm not gonna lie. So, so I I kind of want to like eavesdrop. I don't want I don't want necessarily want to make my presence known to Rainier or anyone inside. Okay. Uh, but I also don't want to make the whole group stop and wait. Uh, what do you What are you guys thinking about this situation here? So can can we can we tell um where Rainier is um in relation to our map and like the X, like can we can we recognize you're, that on the map at all? You're both in the general vicinity. Um, I think you you have a gut feeling, Arnold, being the one that recreated this map and sort of conferring with Tess, having had the better look at it. You're pretty sure that you want to be a little bit further south, but you're both sort of like in this in the same area. Okay. Um. So so I would I guess I would say to Gareth like, I do you think he's looking for the thing worth looking for? Because he, he's not. I don't. I think it's. I think we have to keep going. Yeah, I don't know. Rainier's kind of a dumbass. I don't really think he knows what he's doing. So table <laughs> question. I'm I don't remember what happened to him when we were in that room. I was actually And like people know. disappeared. Did he disappear with them? I was I don't think he came inside too. with us. Where did he, he came in? No, he, he came inside the he us. came inside the mansion with you. Um I don't think I I pulled focus on him, but he was with he didn't disappear with all of the other guys. He sort of like got out of the uh, out of the mansion with you and okay. We all went your own ways. He didn't run with. Did he run away with us? He ran away we with were... you. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay but okay. but not not to, as soon as we all like got to on the ground outside, he fucked off. I assume. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Um. Mm. So can I get an insight check? On... Absolutely. I want to see if this group is like. You know, if they're like they have like pitchforks and torches, or like if they have malicious intent in trying to open this door. Yeah, the tiki torch check. Do it. You get it. You get it. 
Oh, that's a plus one, baby. 14. He is... Rainier Never Ember is surrounded by people holding short swords. Is Rainier holding a weapon? Negative. So they're probably mm -hmm, his mm -hmm. people. Dad or... Derek, you hear a uh, uh, captured somehow. You hear a quiet voice, almost lost over the rustling of like tide and and uh, your own party, sort of like just behind you. The voice that answers Rainier Never Ember is too distant to make out exact words. You only catch tone. The tone is sharp and harried. Um, and Rainier Never Ember responds in kind and says, yes, ah, well, if you answered the door a little quicker, perhaps that I would not be standing here with so many questions. I'm simply looking for a nimble, right? Do not make that face at me, woman. I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, and his tone is generally a little bit sharper than you're familiar with, Gareth. All right. I th I think personally my vote is he's looking for the nimble, right? He's taken the slow route of going door to door. I think we just let him do his thing and press onwards. Thoughts? Yeah, if we're if we're not in the area that that the bard recalls as being the spot where we're supposed to be or, or has gut feeling or whatever it is, then uh, I'm I'm inclined to to let Rainier do whatever Rainier is going to do. And if we happen to meet up later, I'm sure we'll lie our way through it. But for for now, we tend to do we that. Can, we do tend to do that. Maybe we can just uh, avoid him entirely, like get ahead of him, and you know, we'll just try not to biff it and see if we can't find what we're looking for first, right? Oh, by the way, this I'll drink me... more just in case. <laughs> nice, just in case. Do I roll better why? when I'm drunk. This is uh, this makes me trust Rainier super less because, to my understanding, he was just hanging out at Battle of the Bards and just happened to come in the mansion with us. But now, all of a sudden, is like, "Where is the nimble right?" That was my that was my question. It was like, do we know why he would be looking for it? So no. Notably, you do not test, and you're not actually missing any information. I, th I don't okay. think anybody knows what Rainier Never Ember is doing here because he also was like being spared by the goobers. <clears throat> the goobers notably did not attack Rainier Never Ember. This is a good point, Gareth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, would um, be like very friend? sincere, right? I mean, as far as we could tell, he was very sincere about like what he was doing and what his place was there, and he just you know didn't want to be associated with his father. And there was this you know this whole issue there, so we kind of trusted him by the end. So he, I mean, he was not entirely. He was at, but he was at the Battle of the Bards, getting. Uh, he was upset because one of his father's restaurants had been bought out from underneath him. Um, Gareth, I feel like Gareth rolled an, a pretty high insight check against him and didn't didn't catch any sort of like obvious subterfuge. Um, but I mean, counter that with he's also here and yeah. didn't tell you guys about it. So like clearly something's going on. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely a decent chance that he just rolled a higher deception check than <laughs> yeah. I did insight. Very true. Like a non-zero chance. I have a plus one to insight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not like we're exactly open with 
with anybody what we're doing either and and when would we have had the discussion that we're both going to end up doing the same thing so so i mean if we end up running into rainier that's one possible lie like oh hey you're here too i didn't know you'd be doing this you wanted to kind of separate yourself from your father obviously your father had a lot of involved et cetera. Et cetera. let's just get our story straight but uh, ideally we'll just avoid him so yeah do it <sighs> What are the odds that we can just kind of circumvent, like just go around without, you know, do we need to roll for stealth? Do we have to, can we easily avoid this situation? I mean, I think you're far enough away and Gareth caught a pretty, Gareth caught a pretty good view of what's going on being the like rogue and sort of like having his senses be sort of like heightened, especially at night and in the not, maybe not the safest part of town. He was probably paying attention quite far ahead of himself. So you've got a good amount of distance between you guys and Rainer Never Ember. If you want to turn and try a different peer, I don't think it would be that difficult to do so. Okay. That's that's my vote. Okay. Okay. Um, moving back, uh, it, it, you didn't make it far up this pier. It was probably about 15 feet. Um. You hook to the right following this waterline, following the really rotten stench of dead fish and and drying out algae in this in this cold spring night. Um, Mel, I would love a uh, perception check from you, please. 16. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. Okay. Um, in one of the taverns, uh, that litter this harborside. Like it seems like every block is is two taverns at least. Um, you catch sight of somebody standing at a window drinking. He's got a he's got a mug in one hand, but he's he's clocking you guys pretty thoroughly. It, it was his gaze lingers on you longer than would be sort of like the the polite norm before they like turn back to their own business and sort of like go go away back inside. Maybe he just thinks we're hot. Can we just like that's give, a little, non-zero give, give him a little wink, give him a little what what? Yeah, well, like yeah, yeah like a hair flip and then like a little, <clears throat> little swish as we walk by. Yeah. Let's all of us do it just in case he's <laughs> Yeah, we all you never you never know hair. who he's looking at. So everybody Sorry. do a hair flip and a booty wiggle Every, just in case. Everyone no, does yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, sure one of us is gonna strike at least one of us will will strike his fancy. Do do I recognize this individual or do i just notice them you don't re- you don't recognize him you just recognize you just you just catch the the lingering eye contact you feel like the small hairs on the back of your neck stand up from like i'm being watched from somewhere do we make eye contact like does he know that i know Ooh, great question notably no as soon as you as soon as your uh gaze turns to lock onto his as soon as you make that connection he turns away and sort of like looks back inside but even his body language shows that he is not actually like focused on what's inside he just turned away from you does he smell familiar at all or can i smell him it stinks so bad of of fish and shit here, Tess. You can't smell anything. Mm, okay. Is Josh Pat at all concerned? Any little furs on his cute little back? Standing I up? think Josh Pat, first of all, very cute. All of the fur is standing up. Adorable. Uh, but similarly to Tess is sort of overwhelmed by the rotten fish smell of low tide and is sort of like whining and pawing at his nose a little bit. He doesn't well, love it. I kind it. of figured like with dogs, it's not always smell. Like sometimes dogs just kind of get a feel. I don't know. If I think this guy's a little too, I think he's a little too far away for Josh Pat to catch oh. a, to catch a body language vibe on him. Um, I would probably, we're all standing near each other still though, right? Yeah. 
I'd probably um I'd probably go to Gareth because he's like the stealthy rogue type. This sort of seems to be his wheelhouse. And and I would want to give him a heads up that like, hey, I think we're I I think we're being watched. And I would like gesture to this dude who's now trying to play it straight, but we know <laughs> better. Yeah. I, I have a, a, a little scheme. A little um, scheme. You usually do. <laughs> I, so, so obviously I can't like roll stealth for everybody, but can I like have us go one way and then we faint and come back so he thinks we went the wrong way? Yeah, I mean, that's a solid. So I'll do anything that involves stealth, like like my modifier sweet. I mean, you can definitely like you're in a a large part of town with like lots of streets. It, it would be fairly easy for you to like make three lefts and then like a couple rights and and sort of like faint around. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I don't know. In case he tells any city watch, like yeah, the suspicious hooligans went that way when in reality we went that way. Uh-huh. Do we even like okay. split up and then go different directions and then meet back together? We could we could take one stealthy guy per group, you know. Well, now hang so on a second. That's a stealthy. that's an awful lot of forward thinking for this group, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> that would be like the first time that that we actually. Uh, this yeah. too smart. Yeah, because the, la- the last the last time we split up, we split up poorly. <laughs> Uh, but Gareth, to answer your question, I think you could, I don't even think you would need a stealth check okay. to just like hook a left and then like make a sneaky right. Because like yeah. even even where this tavern is situated, like it's on a corner, but if you made a left, went down the block and hooked a right, like you would immediately break eye contact with this whole tavern. And this guy would, you presume, would have to come out of the tavern to follow you. Yeah. Can Can we do that? And also, can I see if he does follow us? Sure. Yeah, you uh, hook a couple of, you make a couple of twists and turns. Officers trying to like lose a tail, um, and then I think you you pull everybody to a stop in a uh, in a, like a side street, and you listen, um, and you don't hear any footsteps softly padding on the cobblestones behind you. You don't hear like the hushed breath of somebody trying to keep their presence quiet. It is just the gentle susurration of uh, water tide and the the busy docks sort of like down the way and josh pat's still good josh pat's okay cool i think we're good to press onwards okay um moving back down to the waterline you uh arnold you find a pier that is exceptionally old and uh missing boards in places where like you really wish there were boards like the gaps between each step are are creeping more towards like two or three feet wide um but the way that it's built both in terms of like width and positioning you think this could be your peer awesome so i'm like two steps forward mind the gap <laughs> um so i'm just like kind of dancing and singing but anyway i'm like guys and i look at the map and i'm like I'm, this, this is probably it right like, I'm not fluent in map. And I kind of look to Gareth and I'm like, you can read maps better than I can, right? That's the guy? That's hey, the hey, map hey, guy? Hey, hey, there are no letters on that map. <laughs> That's are true. There? That's pictures. And I do think that Gareth would be particularly <laughs> adept at interpreting pictures to get there agree. because he can't sure. fucking read. <laughs> I think it makes sense. It, I, I mean, it, it yeah, does. yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck. It, as soon as Garrett started saying it, I was like, ah, shit, that does actually make low-key a lot of sense. Fine. 
Um, yes, Garrett. So you looking at this pier and where it's situated, you're at the, at the far Southwest corner of Waterdeep Harbor. Um, and this pier stretches out over the docks, sort of like fading in fog a little bit, as you see a bank of fog start rolling in conveniently, I will say, because I just decided it was there, uh, through this sort of like, uh, sea wall built up over the, over the, the Harbor, um, and in the distance, you see a single uh, lantern light hanging from a hanging from a pole, almost like a like a a distant gem in the in the faraway space. I think I think Tess would be like hopping over the big gaps and just like muttering to herself, like sure would be nice if I were a cow right now. Um, and then, um, lords, we can't risk the extra like. Hooks weight. hitting more of well, or the weight. I wasn't gonna that work. body shame the cow, but no like, way, I, was, no I was picturing more like the sound of hooves on cobblestone clack, clack, clack. Are you the clack. same weight as a cow that you are as a fay? That is a That's rude a question, question, and we will. No, we will I, not I, don't be I didn't ask how heavy, I just like, are you a small cow or a large fay? How dense are you? How does the weight, yeah. I was gonna say, like, yeah, I think all her molecules like condense into um so much test per test when she's like a human, <laughs> and then they kind of like spread apart when she's cow. So it's like the same. Yeah, that's how it works. Sixty-seven percent more volume. test per test. Like, yeah, more more test per test, and then sometimes it's a little bit less test per test, but it's still all test. Um, but um, yeah, I actually be like, okay, are we going? Are we going towards that light? Because um, it's conveniently really foggy right now, so I don't want us like fall off the pier or something. Is, is, is there is there like a building or something that we're trying to get inside of? What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Critically Stupid. Uh, my name, for those of you who I guess are confused, uh, is Alexander James. I am your resident neighborhood dungeon master and also big fan of sound listening to it, and producing it. Uh, thank you so much for sticking to the halfway point of our episode. I'm so glad you're here. Give me just a couple of seconds to get some announcements out of the way, and I'll have you right back to the show. Lickety split! Uh, we are, for legal reasons, playing Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, and official Dungeons & Dragons module, written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. Um, if you or your homies, your squad, your pals, your uh, petite gremlins uh, like what you hear and are looking to get into D&D yourselves, I recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the cool stuff they've got there. They've got books that'll help you get started. They've got a character sheet that you can build and fill out online. They've got a blow-up-yourself uh, troll for practice fights. It doesn't really seem like good practice because an actual troll is like full of flesh and muscle and danger. And this one's sort of more like a kid's toy. But I guess you could, you know, you could cut your teeth on it. You could give it a shot. Um, if you would like to end up as a character on Critically Stupid, you can tweet us at CritStupid. Tell us what you think of the most recent episode. Uh, tell us if you recommended the show to a friend. Tell us if you think we're doing a good job. Uh, we love hearing from our community. And I do regularly use those names uh, for characters that these that these three ding-dongs meet four ding-dongs there's four of them i regularly forget how many people are in my own show um so tweet us at stupid tell us what you think and you uh might hear yourself as a character in an upcoming episode and i do apologize in advance for the bad 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 decisions i make on that character's behalf that's on me not you you're perfect 
we are doing a big YouTube uh, push trying to get to that magical number of a thousand subscribers that lets us get access to better recording software, better equipment to generally produce a better show for you, the the listener or the watcher. Um, so if you haven't yet, I would very, very much appreciate it if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, if you could recommend the channel to a friend who you think might like our, our stuff. Um, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a, a rating and a review, that would be huge. We we tremendously rely on you guys to push us up in those in those algorithms and get us in front of new people who also might like our stuff. So if you like us, say something. And if you don't like us, say something as well. We, we still need those numbers. Algorithms, baby. I think that's it. That's all I've got. Uh, I'm going to let you get back to the show now. Thank you so much for sticking with us. You take it easy out there, all right? I love you. Gareth, walking down this pier, you start to see uh, shapes loom up out of the fog and water lapping at the bottom of this pier. Um, curious to note as you're walking past them that they are looming tall, taller than normal buildings would. You see them rise overhead, maybe like 10, 15 feet, uh, but their shapes are pointed where normal buildings aren't pointed and they're rounded where normal buildings aren't rounded. And you realize as you walk past one that you're walking past the beached and bloated forms of ships that have been sort of like stacked chaotically uh, across each other. You pass one sort of like isolated by itself that looks like a little fishing dinghy. Um, but as you walk further down this pier, you see more and more sort of like stacked atop each other, um, bisecting and crossing and sort of like this one's crashed into that one. But the further you go, the more you see in this ship, there's a little porthole that's been that's been carved out of glass and there's a scurry of motion behind it uh in this one there's a little door that's been cut into the wood uh and a little series of steps that's been built off of this pier sort of like down and curving to the right um and you you move past i say like a dozen of these ships sort of like crashed chaotically sort of framing this pier as it sort of like goes down and hooks to the right until you get to uh this lantern hanging from a pole um and it is uh shining on one of the larger ships at the end of this pier it's a it's a double leveled double decked ship i'm not quite i'm not quite double up decker. to date on yeah it's a double decker i'm not quite up to date on my ship uh lingo but there's two decks um and a, a series of sails that sort of like flap languidly in a in a chill breeze but there is a powerful door built into the hull of this ship as it sort of like beaches up against this pier um that's banded with iron and there's a sign <laughs> hanging from the door uh with a series of letters scratched into it don't know what that shit says. Can I? So it, it, it's a boat, Evergreen. right? In theory, would I be able to get up on top of like of the actual deck and get in that way? You definitely think that you could get, uh, like, if you may, if you were nimble enough, you could like leap up, like sort of like using the door to climb up. You could get onto the top of the deck because the the door is sort of like built into the hull of the ship that's sort of like beached up to meet this pier. So you could definitely get to the top of the deck by like crawling up a little bit. You throw your knife real, uh, by being real nimble, right? Nice. I saw the moment you had the thought exactly when I did. Your face, I was like. Yes. Uh, did you throw I mean, your, your knife? You know? I hated the second time just as much as I did the first.
Uh, Tess, I can only use my teleporting knife once a day, so I typically want to save that for emergencies. Oh, I see. Um, I, I will go ahead and try to 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 clamber on up there as quietly as I can. Okay. Um, I I'm will say, Gareth, as you like. as you walk up to the door, the little cocktail umbrella at the end of this uh, nimble right detector starts whirring a little bit faster. I think I like immediately turn it off because I don't want to make mm. sound. Okay. And you're le- you're leaping up to sort of like one of the upper decks. I suppose, yeah. I mean, I, as quietly as one can leap, I was All maybe right. going to climb. I mean, yeah, it's it's a sort of an angled situation, so it's less of a climb and more of like a scramble. Um, give me a let's do a, a stealth check and an acrobatics check. Let's do it. Stealth. Is everybody else going with Gareth? Or are you hanging back to sort of see the results of this? My preference is that I am scouting this for the rest of the group. However, that is not my decision for them. I mean, I would I would respect that and probably like hang back ready to honestly cover fire some sort of yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah, if needed. Okay. So let's do stealth first, my best modifier. Holy shit. 18 plus seven is twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Give me an acrobatics. Jesus. This is probably gonna be like a one. (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, he's hey. stealthy but he felt it's, it's actually a 12 plus 3 is 15 okay you all see uh the rogue leap into the shadow sort of like fully crawling over this ship away from this single lantern light as like an oasis of light in this like uh dark area of the harbor um oh, and almost almost disappear into the the upper decks of the ship gareth you uh, follow this sort of like curved ship hull moving up. You, there are pieces of railing and portholes and like what maybe once upon a time would have been like cannon ports that you can use to crawl up. So it's not exactly a difficult climb. So even with the 13 acrobatics, you, you managed to get up there pretty, pretty easily. Um, the top deck is slanted almost at a 45 degree angle as you get up to the top. So you you would not necessarily be able to walk on it. It would be a pretty precarious slide and tumble. Okay, but I'll t- think... but hang on a second. I'll tell All you right. this with a with a sleight of hand that good, Gareth. And I'm actually quite irritated with you as a person because I didn't actually plan on telling you this. But. Fuck. All right, fine. Gareth, you see two men in dark armor clinging on to to pieces of this deck at the 45-degree angle, uh, waiting, lurking, out of sight. They have not made eye contact with you, but you just sort of like peeking over the deck. You're so quiet that you see them before they see you. Okay. Um. I'm uh, God. You ever have an idea that you know is bad? Do it. Do it, please. I'm literally begging you. Okay. So I think I think before I hop over on top of the deck. Okay. Um, I assume the gang is like watching me. 
Yeah, I think you can see them sort of like on the other side of this like single lantern worth of light trying to stay unobtrusive, but obviously like they're on a pier, like they're right there. I, th- I think now what the, the ground below me, is that like cobble or is it like dirt or it's water? Ugh. You're like, you're like 60 to 75 feet out into the Harbor. I was, I was, cause I was concerned. I, I wanted to like drop my knife for somebody to come like pick up in case I needed a hasty getaway. Uh, and I was concerned about like having it clang and clatter on the cobblestone, but having it go into the water unretrievable, uh, 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 fuck, what's the word? Retrievable. Equally not helpful. Also splash. Maybe, maybe you're a really good swimmer. I was going to say, unless you want to teleport to it and hope you don't drown. What is my swimming? Uh, it's not a thing. Hmm. <laughs> uh, your swim is equal to your walking pace. So I think it's like 30 feet. Not bad. Oh boss. Let's cut uh, really quick. Let's cut let's cut back to the gang. Um you all see uh Gareth leap up this ship, disappear into the darkness, and I will say it's probably about 10 to 15 seconds of silence that starts like slowly ticking by with no sort of like call back or scurry of movement. Like it's almost like he's fully disappeared over the side of the ship. What would you all do? And I can't see anything because I, I mean I can see at night and in the dark and shit. All right, you guys. I guess you all. I'll, I think all three of you have dark mm-hmm. vision. Actually, the only person that doesn't have it, ironically, is Gareth. Um, That's not even true. I'm an elf. Oh no, I'm a human. No. That's a different character. I'm a moron. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Moron's like... not a character. No, I'm talking <laughs> about Garion for real. It, it is if you're Garion. <laughs> Yeah, so can Mel, we with dark vision? Can we see anything? I think I think awesome. you see him like leap up the side of this ship and then get to the top and like the top railing, and you all can see that it's like a the the angle is such that the ship falls away from that point, and you see him freeze. Okay, but we can kind of see like at least the silhouette of his body, like if yeah. he were to move. Okay, um, how far away from us is he? Like twenty feet. He's- He's probably like 20 feet out and about 30 feet up at this point because he's followed the whole curve of this ship. Okay. Um, so like if I get close enough, can I, first of all, can I read what the words were that he couldn't see on the boat? Like, the, is Oh it yeah. Familiar? It says fuck off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get fucked. Yep. <laughs> That's, um, so. Okay, can I? I'm gonna cast um, like the quietest minor illusion whisper specifically in his ear, like like literally the softest whisper that would only be for him. Like, because I can do it within 30 feet, I can make it from a whisper to a scream or whatever sound I want. I should be able to do it. If you want me to roll, I totally get it. Arnold, the rules as written say that you can just create a sound. I'm not sure that it can be bent to the level of like that you can whisper in Garrett's ear 50 feet away. His voice not a sound, bestie. Yeah, but I can create like like if I yeah, like if I wanted to if I want the sound to be like a song or like a specific uh sentence or something, I could say that. Not like live speech to him, but if I was No, like, I understand, but like right? but it is but the the rules as written say that it's just a sound that you can't direct it. You just create a sound. So you're trying okay. to create a whisper 20, 20 feet away. Right. So you can make a sound from where you're standing that's like a lion's roar for just a right, random right. example. So, but like, 
You think so everyone in the area would hear it, whatever it is? Oh, Correct. Lame. Lame. Um, okay. That's so why that there's a separate spell for that thing. No, we lost that character. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> it. And yet it worked no, in a previous episode. Curious. Very curious that. Okay, okay. I have I I have it then. I no, no, can't. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. He can't read. He can't read, but I got this. I got this. Okay. 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 So right next to him. I use minor illusion to create a sign, but it has little squiggles of like drawings of a, a person. And it's, there's one that's like dangerous, like death. And there's another one that's like happy. And it's like thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Uh, Gareth, you see, you hear like a soft thump and you look at the railing next to you and there is a wooden sign where there was not a wooden sign a second ago and there is a hanged man and a smiling man and then a thumbs up thumbs down um gareth looks at the sign and like if i if i like motion he can see me motion right I think so. If you make it big enough, like he's not going to see minor. Like if you just put a quiet thumbs up down here, he, you have, a, you have a feeling that your party would have a hard time seeing that. But if you move your arm in a larger gesture, you feel like they could catch that. What could he see which person I point to? Yes. Let's say, I, I think so. Yes. Cause I think Arnold would make the sign big enough so that he could see it from where he's standing. So this is what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm gonna. I don't know if he'll, this will work, but I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do one of these motions, like, like right now, point at the happy guy, and okay. then do a little watch, point at the sad guy. Okay. Like we're fine for now. Arnold, that's what you see him do. Okay, so I kind of just I, I I look at them and I'm like, I think there's someone that's potentially bad in there. Don't know what it is yet. Uh, Jess, did you find anything in your in your searching? I know you were trying to see if I'm, you can get involved. Yeah, I'm. I, I get confused by my character sheet. Are we trying to be quiet? Can I like like whisper to like Arnold and and Mel to be like like should we do something? Like should we help him? Like what should I do? Because I, I I can I think I can teleport about thirty feet, so I might be able to just land on those dudes as a cow, and they're probably fucked. Cause I don't know if you ever had a cow dropped on you. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm she's not so asking me, guys. For this, no, no, I'm asking you guys. Like, do I just? I've never I just had a cow, cow drop on me. To answer so your last question, I am. No, I'm heavy. Are you gonna say like cowabunga when you do it? It's like <laughs> nice. So I am in ball. I'm making I'm making the assumption that there are more people inside. Okay. But not in outside. So uh, I I don't think a surprise attack on the two dudes outside would be the best because then we might just get jumped by the people inside. Well, you're operating sort of as a solo unit right now, Gareth. So I like... this is my opinion that I cannot okay. actually convey to Tess. Okay. So what so... are you doing? Me? Yeah, yeah. Are you looking at me being like, don't, don't you fucking don't, don't, don't. So. I have an idea, I think. I would love to hear it. I'm going to do a kind of a two birds, one stone, little deceptive maneuver. Okay. I'm, you, you know, you know, the classic throw a rock to get their attention somewhere else trick. Love it. I'm just going to hurl my knife. Into the, not into the, ship, the water. Into the... Okay. At... 
like behind me onto the pier or something like okay um yeah give me uh give me a basic dex attack i want to see i want to see if it goes into the water oh to specify my my magic teleporting knife not my regular one okay hard uh dex attack is just dex bonus right correct cool 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 are you throwing the knife like in our direction like at the pier I'm not throwing it at your in your direction because I don't want them to accidentally look at you. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I imagine he's throwing it sort of in front of the door. Just in front of the door? Okay. Yeah. That, unless, Gareth, you have another uh, location in mind. Um, actually, where the door would be, but on the opposite side of the ship. If that, that, is where, that is where these two figures are currently located. Oh, I thought they were like on top. I don't want to get too wrapped up in the geography of this. If you throw your knife on the backside of this ship, there is a greater than zero chance they will notice that. If you throw your knife onto the crew, onto your squad side of the ship, they probably won't notice that. Okay. Then I'm going to go with the ladder. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Dexica. Oh, wait, I already rolled it. I got a 14 plus 3 is 17. Unless you want me to roll again because it's been No, no, no. 17 is good. I, I believe you. Um... Okay, with a 17, you throw your dagger and it sticks firmly in the planks of this pier in front of the door by about five feet. Uh, do uh, do the, the figures take any notice? I think you see them twitch, but they don't make any sort of like burst of movement. Okay, can I, can I like motion to the gang? And, yeah. and like like point at my knife like get, go go get that if you can. Okay, uh, I'll Arnold, go grab the knife. I grab uh, the knife. I see. There you. there is a stealthier person than Arnold. Nope. 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 I'm grabbing Arnold it. Arnold goes. Hell yeah. yeah. He's my best He's friend. He would. Yeah. Arnold, give me a uh, give me a stealth check. I got it. It's it's not gonna be good, guys. <laughs> no. It just like trips and falls on his face. I die. No, it's <laughs> I tried to be so stealthy. I stopped he stabs himself with heart. a knife. <laughs> um, all right, let me see where stealth is. Uh, I only got an 11. Okay. Right. Uh, with an 11, you run out into the light and you grab this dagger. Um, but I think, Arnold, it takes more effort than you banked on i think it's such a good throw that it, it sank further into the wood than you thought and when you pull it up a chunk of rotten wood pulls up with it and makes like a tearing sound mm-hmm. and gareth now you see these figures start to slowly slide up the deck making their way uh towards like sort of the far end of the ship like they're going to wrap around and leap onto this pier outside of arnold's eyeline um, distracted them for you. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to like motion on a lick. <laughs> for our audio only listeners, that was a motion to come here. The opposite of that, actually. It was a motion to it go was, away. His arms were flapping. Go. It was hard to tell. Uh, Tess, are we getting involved? What's the, what's the play? Um, yeah, Tess, I think, would be would be like cringing at the noise because she's just like, it wasn't great. Um, um, and then I think could she missy step? What would be most helpful? 
because she could, in theory, missy step inside. You can only missy step to a point you can see. I can see. Okay. Mel, what are you up to? Mel's so annoyed. Why? Because of all the people to go after the fucking knife, Arnold just blazes the fuck ahead, even though he's almost died. Like how many, like before I even had a chance to say something like, fuck me for being slow. I get, except I wasn't even that slow. Anthony was just like, I'm doing this like two seconds of thought. He just goes and creates this situation. Mel's wishing she had just let herself fall through one of the gaps in the wood (laughs) on the way and just died just fucking died and been done with a lot of you well, um, you not about josh pat though that's the only sure. reason she's sticking around i think i think tess i think tess is stressed enough about the situation that she just acts on impulse and she just drops herself as a cow on these guys <laughs> who seem to be headed towards us i think she just is panicked <laughs> all right are they within 30 feet because i can see them right they are within 30 feet you see one of them sort of like maybe like wriggle down off the other side of this ship and sort of like start clearly trying to make his way to like surprise Arnold who he sees because Arnold's standing, I think in the middle of this like oasis of light holding a dagger with a little piece of wood attached to the top of it. Um, And you are within range to drop yourself on this person as a cow. But they're not next to each other than these two people. No, you have to pick one. Oh shit. Okay. Um, I guess, yeah, Mel being Mel would be, would shoot the other one. Okay. So yeah, Tess drops herself on the closest one, just full, all four hooves landing on him. Hopefully. Okay. Um, so you are going to wild shape into a cow. Um, let's say for the sake of the narrative that you missed you step, you, uh, a blur of silver fog almost like wreaths you from this like seaborne fog moving in from this wall and you step out into empty air and then with a gentle moo and a sound of a cowbell you teleport across this empty space uh, and you step out just over this poor fucking sap and you hit him with all of your um, mass Let's see. Uh, what even atta- what attack. what even attack would that be? Average weight of cow. <laughs> they're not light. They're they're notably not. Average weight of cow. Female, seven hundred and twenty kilograms. What's what is that in America? Freedom units. In the freedom units in libs. One thousand three hundred ninety pounds. Yeah, that's also how much I weigh when I am in human like form. Well, that, wow. was, that was the question. That was the question before, earlier. Because we... like you I th- I thought you were just a particularly light cow, but now you're telling me you're a dense ass person. I'm a dense ass person. All right. Let's, I don't think that's how, nice. How I don't think ab- you can call how... people dense. I can call you dense. How high above this person did you teleport? Oh um, is that up to me? It is. Mel is notably more annoyed now that that the cow is doing a thing. And and once again, we are just 100% chaos. Um, Well, because I can only Misty Step 30 feet. It is all Arnold's fault. I don't know if it matters really how much I peer above them. Let's say 10 feet. All right. Yeah, when you weigh over 1,000 pounds, Bestie, what fucking difference does it make if it's It's going to be like the sky falls on your head. Yeah, I know. Like, fuck. 
at a thousand pounds, you're dying either way. Yeah, we're not supposed to be. We are mooder hobos now. (laughs) Like that's Alex. You are doomed. (laughs) We're not murder hobos. I have never been more enraged at you as a person. I know. How? God. All right. Fine. Tess, you teleport above this person and you fall on him like like I, the like the sky's hammer has descended on this dude's head yeah. um, other metaphor needed like a cow which... like a cow <laughs> roll uh 2d12 for me please damn i hope he moonlights as a banker he moonlights d12 plus anything 2d12 no plus just plus straight up and down 2d12 20 Okay, you uh, you feel this man's brains splash up onto your hooves as you crack his skull like an eggshell. <laughs> Mel's a little proud. First kill. Is, yeah. You know. Now I would like you Still to annoyed make a with de- you though, now Mama. I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you are a cow. So that's going to be oh, you're no. going to have a little bubble that says saving throws, sort of to the to the left. Um, yours is going to be a plus two. So roll a D 20, roll it twice for me, please. Uh, and you're going to take the lower of the two and you're going to add two to it. Okay. I rolled 20. That's 15. And again, that's nine. Counting nine. And then plus two is 11. Okay. So you crush this man like he was made of glass and there's like a, there's like a, yeah, there's like a gentle, like, uh, um, before he sort of like, he just like falls limp. Um, and then there's the sudden sound of your iron hooves against the sloped side of this boat. Oh no. And then you fall into the water immediately after this oh, fresh corpse that you've just created. Okay, 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 good, 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 good. And wash the corpse off of you. Yeah, I, no. just, I was like, oh, brains. Okay, well, can, Tess can swim, I think. Tess can swim. We'll find out on your. We'll find out on your next turn. Now, what are you up to? You you sort of like primed yourself to be sort of like next in next in the order. You see a second form wriggling close to where uh, Tess just sort of like cowed herself. Can I see what he he's do? I I almost want to see what he. Okay, granted, yeah, he's gonna freak out because somebody's dead, but I, but I want. Yeah, actually, no. You hear him say, "Oh my God, Jerry, sweet Christ Almighty." He has a name now. Oh man, that's the that's the shit you did to me, bestie. When I killed somebody, and you, oh, you, you're like, it was like Marvin or something. How, how, how dare you humanize like, oh, God, this person Marvin. I killed? <laughs> that's why I asked if I was the baddie, and then I leaned into it. By the way, cows are actually good swimmers. Are they? They take to the water naturally. I love how much we have to research cows. Swimming from one side of a pond or stream to the other. That's why the sea can cover much larger distances. Others prefer to go on shorter swims. It seems to be up to the cow's personal preference. I have a fact, cow fact for you, Diana. I, 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 my partner's grandma used to have a cow, and they do get the zoomies. (gasps) I love that so much. I I am just picturing like cow Tess and Josh Pat like zooming just around having a great together. day and maybe it's after so this moment. and it's the only thing that warms mel's heart after arnold bullshit 
Anyways, I like you're all very this. much welcome for the fact that we just got a cow cat. Like that was amazing. A cow Mikazi. Like, was... <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I'm too tired for puns. I think it's like... I'm going to murder you in real life. Are you going to butcher us? Mooder. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Mel, um, <laughs> you shoot this guy. What happens? I was going to oh, say, yeah. OK, so he's freaking out about Jerry. Is he, is he just like apparently grieving is he looking around is he pulling a weapon is he he's looking he's looking at the water where his boon companion just disappeared he's squish he got squished can i see what gareth is doing now I... a cow gareth's just watching this but like I'm like one honest. of them's obviously been taken out so they're probably not coming after arnold anymore at least um or are they? They probably out? are. They're probably coming outside, and the cow is under the water, and there's only one other dude there. If there's Gareth, only one so other dude right now. Oh, okay. Gareth, what are you doing? I, I imagine that you sort of like looked to your left and you saw a cow fall on this guy with a sort of like <laughs> and then there was like a like a like a oh god, Jerry, why? I'm going to be honest, Gareth has never seen a stealth mission go so poorly so quickly <laughs> and ha is fully not joining that. He is okay. hiding like he because he tried to climb on top. He's on top now. Yeah. So, uh, right. Gareth, actually, you can see on the sloped backside of this ship. Um, now that these guys have left, there is an angle of uh, gentle light where there wasn't before at like in the, in the sort of like void that these guys left over there. And you seem to, uh, you think that there's like a, like a porthole or like a window that you might've missed that they had been covering. Okay. Is there any, uh, way inside from up here? You could, if you give me a dex check good enough, you can do a controlled slide down this, the backside of this ship deck at the 45 degree angle and catch yourself just in front of this window. Uh yeah, I I can try to do that. Should I wait until after Mel murders? Yeah, let's do. Person? I was gonna say I'm just gonna. I I was asking because I I wanted to know like like if there were other people coming out. If Gareth was gonna like motion once again, kind of in our general direction to to be aware of other people. But it sounds like that that was not an issue. So yeah, I'm gonna murder this guy. All right, roll that d20, uh, Diana, and add your add your bonus to it. <laughs> Uh, Shut up! We lost so many listeners just right there. Really? That's the moment we lost yeah, that's listeners. The one. That yeah. after this hour and a half nightmare, that's the moment where people are like, you know what? I'm you out. know what? No. Next person to make a cow-based pun gets their IP address leaked. <laughs> and get doxed. Twenty-four. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Give me some damage. Oh, that's uh, the eight. I think so. Yes. Eleven. I rolled an actual eight. Every time I drink, I roll so good, and then when I don't drink, I roll like shit. So I'm an alcoholic right. now. <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> she's never dehydrated well, um true. okay you fire your arrow and it's a it's a quick shot uh diana because like you know there was like the, the cow business um and then 
a fresh corpse and then a splash. Uh, so you sort of like fire your arrow, I think almost instinctively sort of like trying to just like gain, regain control of the situation. Um, and you catch this guy center mass um, and with enough force to sort of like peel him off this ship, like a rotten banana peel. And he falls into the water after his cor- his friend's corpse and your friend's cow. Sorry, form. Tess. Another um, you're doing great. I, yeah, it's fine. I just there, there's going to be another corpse in there with you. And That's Gareth, fine. give me that. Ocean's give me that dex so check, please. Doing it. It's just dex bonus, yeah. <laughs> Arnold's yes, is watching this. Oh, no, I was going to say. So <laughs> as that guy, it's all Arnold's fault. He's just standing back <laughs> watching. No, no, no. So He's as that guy up. goes in the water, the whole time I've been trying to get the wood <laughs> off the knife. Like, <laughs> Like I, I was like, I like the idea that like as he goes off, like yeah. into the water, I get it. I'm like, I did it. I'm just like, <laughs> He's just like Gareth. Gareth's gonna be like, so mad at me if I don't get the song. I messed up his knife. All right, Gareth, what'd you get? I got a 15. Okay, <clears throat> you slide down this deck, um, and you scrabble a little bit, uh, just sort of like trying to control yourself before you sort of like go zooming like a slide off this ship into the water. Hmm. Um, and you catch yourself on one of these like stunted pieces of what used to be a mast. Um, and it almost like jerks your upper body as you like catch your your whole weight and momentum. Uh, but you manage to stop yourself with enough space to look into this window. And you see the tossed up and ruined remnants of what once was a cozy cabin room that's been thoroughly trashed. There are chairs upside down. The artwork on the walls has been slashed into pieces. Um, there is a hole in the floor that looks five, five and a half feet wide. Oh, another um, skylight. Floor light. <laughs> and you, floor light? Is that you what you called it before? Look through this window just in time to see a uh a figure kick the door open. Arnold, you hear the sound of shattering wood and yeah. over the over the floating fog and cold water of this harbor, you hear there's no it's way my brain right there's no way my brain stuttered on empty here. There's no fucking way all i can think of is rainer never Ember's voice that's the only voice that's in my head right now dude honestly just give up and use your regular voice is i don't think new... any npc wait, wait. just has your voice yet is it a new character no he tried that and i gave him shit she it... gave and me so much shit for it actually gary and so did you at the time so like get out of here with that bullshit i mean yeah oh all right you hear the sound of shattering wood Arnold, you see a black leather armor-bound figure walk out of this doorframe and you hear a cold voice say, Well, well, well. God. In the water, it. probably. That's, <laughs> not, the, that's not his yeah. voice. Like, that's a cow. Fuck. It's a cow. Like you're like, you know, go back to school. Yeah, how dare you call me a whale? <laughs> yeah. I look great. That's sizest. <laughs> so, okay, do I do I recognize this voice? You are looking at uh none of us recognize that voice. The you are looking Underwater. at the water. God damn it, Diana. Can you get out of here? Yeah. You're looking yeah. at the freshly burned face of Ursul Floxen. I forgot his accent. I'm fucking sorry about it. Was he the Russian accent? He's the yeah. Russian accent. Yeah, it was like the best ass 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 bestie, and you just 
that was the best accent that you had and you and you and you lost it Diana, I want you, I think it's important that you know that your mic cut perfectly. So you went ass, 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 ass. <laughs> yeah, you did. It was so good. Earlier when I talked with him, I kept saying personal and it came out as anal repeatedly. <laughs> Liniment. Don't, don't fucking. Just mute yourself while you practice. Ooh, practice. Vodka. Russian. Come on. Russian. I love, I love <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> we are going to check this is real. It's a tenant reference. What? What is happening? It was That's great. my second favorite movie of all time. Oh, he's ready. Hey, the characters have bum, bum, no bum, bum, personalities, bum, bum, but the plot is fantastic. If you only had three shots, three opportunities to do this one voice. I hate it here. And it's very important for me that you guys know that. Are your arms are sweaty, mom spaghetti? There's vomit on my sweater already. All right. Can you say that in a Russian accent too? <laughs> Please. There's vomit on my sweater already. That was pretty fucking good. That was real good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Where was Arnold, that you here? five minutes ago? <laughs> Arnold, you hear this door get kicked open and the freshly burned face of Ursel Floxen appears out of the empty air and says, I warned you not to step into my business. <laughs>